Welcome back everyone. SCHD is arguably the best dividend ETF on the market. It's certainly one of the most popular funds amongst dividend investors, and rightfully so. The fund offers a good blend of yield and dividend growth, while also offering capital appreciation that rivals the S&P 500. Since its launch in November of 2011, SCHD has grown at an annualized rate of 13.06%, which is exactly one basis point better than SPY, the most popular S&P 500 ETF. It's truly a one-stop shop if you're a serious dividend investor that does not want to mess around with selecting individual stocks. I'm confident that if you invest in SCHD and remain patient, you will achieve a total return that is in line with the S&P 500, all the while pocketing double the cash flow through the form of quarterly dividend distributions. But if you're looking for a little extra icing on the cake in the form of a higher total return, I believe the best place to look is in the sector that has offered the most attractive returns in recent history, and one that is likely to continue to deliver strong long-term growth in the future. That sector is information technology. Since the dot-com craze of the late 1990s, technology stocks have outpaced all other sectors when measured over long periods of time. Sure, this sector has also seen the most volatility, and with high rewards come higher risks. But I believe in the long run, technology is the best bet to add alpha to a core dividend strategy. Instead of trying to identify individual winners from the technology sector, a safer route to take is to cast a wide net and capture a broad mixture of companies that make up this corner of the market. My favorite technology ETF is VGT, Vanguard's Information Technology Index Fund. It charges an industry-low expense ratio of 0.1% and has crushed the S&P 500 during the past decade. Stacked up against SCHD, VGT has an annualized rate of return of 18.44% since November of 2011. That's a little more than 5% more per year compared to the best dividend growth ETF. If you don't think 5% more per year sounds like a lot, consider this. Investing $10,000 into SCHD at inception would grow to about $40,000 today. If you invested that same $10,000 into VGT instead, you'd have nearly $70,000 today. That's 75% more money. But there's no such thing as a free lunch in life. If you want to increase your total return, you have to be willing to give up something else. There are two drawbacks of complementing SCHD with VGT. The first is that your portfolio will be more volatile. This means higher highs but also lower lows. For example, in 2020, SCHD mustered up a solid 15.08% return, while VGT managed to grow by 46%. But in 2022, SCHD posted a modest loss of 3.23%, while VGT fell by 29.7%. The second drawback is that VGT does not offer an attractive dividend yield, with the current yield being just 0.79%. I think the question comes down to which factor do you care about more? Would you rather have more dividend income, or would you prefer a higher total return? And before you answer this question, you need to consider your timeline. How much time do you have before you intend on tapping into your dividend stream? Because aiming for a lower dividend yield does not necessarily mean you will have less dividend income in the future. Consider this. If SCHD can maintain its current dividend yield of 3.61%, and VGT can maintain its yield of 0.79%, investing 100% into SCHD would give you a yield of 3.61%. A portfolio of 90% SCHD and 10% VGT would give you a yield of 3.33%. Increasing your allocation to VGT from 10 to 20% would further lower your yield to 3.05%, and bumping it up 10% more to 30% would leave you with a yield of 2.76%. Obviously, at the onset, your portfolio would generate less dividend income with each higher iteration of exposure to VGT. But assuming both these ETFs can continue growing at the same rates as they have since 2011 and pay the same dividend yields, it would take 24 years for the portfolio with 10% exposure to VGT and consistent annual contributions to generate more dividend income than the portfolio made up of SCHD alone. The 10% VGT portfolio would also have a market value that is roughly 9% larger than the SCHD portfolio. 
It would take one additional year, so 25 years in total, for the portfolio of 20% exposure to VGT to surpass the SDHD-only portfolio in terms of annual dividend income. This portfolio, after 25 years, would have a market value that is roughly 19% larger than SDHD alone. And the portfolio with 30% exposure to VGT would require 26 years to surpass SDHD in annual dividends paid, while also leaving you with about 32% more market value. Maybe you can't or simply don't want to wait that long to start using your dividends, which is perfectly fine. But if you're in your 20s or 30s today, 25 years seems like a viable investing window, in which case you should strongly consider delaying the gratification of more dividends in exchange for potentially having a larger portfolio. I don't know any better than the next person how the future will play out, but I strongly believe that technology will advance in the years to come. And if it does, the companies building this technology will likely experience higher growth on average compared to other sectors. Therefore, I think placing a small bet on technology is a safe play to make if you have the time and patience to stay invested for a long time. I've talked about how these two funds have performed since 2011, but the last 12 years or so have been better than average when we look at long-term market returns through a wider lens. The S&P 500 is generally offered long-term annualized returns of 9-10%, not adjusted for inflation. If we take the average here and call it 9.5% and compare it to the period since 2011, we can see that the S&P has been running hot by about 3.5% per year. If we use this relationship between the past 12 years and the long-term annualized return for the S&P, we can normalize the long-term annualized return expectations for SCHD and VGT. This isn't an exact science, and it may or may not turn out to be accurate, but it can give us a more conservative return expectation for each fund. The normalized long-term annualized return for SCHD comes out to be 9.51%, and for VGT, 13.42%. If you're going to forecast future growth projections, I would rather use these conservative estimates than recent historical performance. One of the best ways to build a passive dividend income stream for retirement is to invest in a Roth IRA. Provided that you are below the cutoff income limits, you can contribute $6,500 per year into a Roth IRA account. If you're over the age of 50, the IRS allows you to contribute an additional $1,000 per year. To take advantage of the tax benefits this account offers, you need to have it open for a minimum of 5 years, and be at least 59 and a half years old before you start withdrawing money. Under my previously stated long-term return assumption for SCHD of 9.51%, if you invest $6,500 per year into SCHD in a Roth IRA account, you would have about $111,000 in 10 years, and this portfolio would generate a $4,000 passive dividend stream annually. If you can extend the time period to 20 years, you would have about $385,000 and a $14,000 annual dividend stream. A 30-year horizon would get you just above a million-dollar valuation and produce $38,500 in annual dividends. For the younger crowd out there, a 40-year timeline would result in a $2.7 million valuation and nearly $100,000 in tax-free dividend income each year. And for the super young folks listening, a 50-year investing window would get you close to a $7 million valuation, and about a quarter of a million in annual dividend income. Complementing this example with 10% exposure to VGT would not produce significant differences on the short end. After 10 years, the portfolio value would only be about $2,000 larger, and you'd see about $230 less in dividends per year. After 20 years, you'd have a portfolio worth about $20,000 more and about $500 less in annual dividends. After 30 years, you'd have an extra $100,000 in valuation and see about the same level of dividend income. After 40 years, you'd have a portfolio worth about $300,000 more and see about $3,000 more in annual dividends. And in 50 years, this marginal 10% exposure to VGT would get you an extra million dollars in value and about $17,000 more in dividends each year. The question comes down to which path suits you better. I'd suggest working the problem backwards. Figure out where it is you want to end up and walk your way back to today to see which path will get you there with the most value and peace of mind.